So I came down the next play and I was like, I'm gonna really sauce it now. I had the triple threat. I threw it off dude's face, right? I was trying no. to go, I was trying to go heezy to legs, right? But like a tap, you know? Cause if you do the heezy right, it's, it's, it doesn't it's hurt. Innocent. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> you're supposed to do it like this close, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. you, you tap, they're gonna be pissed off this, that's when you go yeah. legs, you know what I'm mm, saying? Combo. But I think he thought like I just disrespected him. So he got pissed, he grabbed me. He like threw me five feet or six feet, like picked Damn. me up and threw me. He wanted to like do something worse, but I'm sure he, second thoughts came in, so. Hey, what's up, guys? This is the Dope As Usual Podcast. I am Thomas Dope whatever you want to call me. I'm with my co-host, Marty O'Neill. What's up, guys? Guys, um, I'm excited. We always get stoked, but uh, Marty and I, we're, we're geeked out, all right? You guys know from all the episodes how stoked we are. We said this season one. How sick would it be to get him on the show? So season three coming in hot. Guys, this is the Professor episode. Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Humbled. Super Humbled. stoked, man. Glad to be here with you guys. Very excited. We talked, I mean... If we've had 110 episodes, 50 of them have been deep and one talk. Oh, let's go. No, so we didn't want to talk about it too much, but one out of every three episodes, we're talking yeah. something and one that's... He he played uh, basketball in college. We talked about it on the Matt Barnes episode. I tried. Yeah. I tried, but I'm the fat, mm -hmm. I'm the full fat Matt, Mexican kid. I'm like, mm -hmm. just throw me the ball. I'll try my best. The game's fun at every level, though. You know what I mean? It is. Uh, like, that, that's why I always tell people, I think when people talk to me, they feel like they have to be, like, great to hold a convo or, like, for me to think they're cool. But I'm like, nah, like, it's fun just to shoot around. Like, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The game is fun at every level, so. Mm -hmm. And if everybody they could talk to you could cross you, it wouldn't be that fun for you. You'd be talking yeah, with six true. fools. True that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm exactly. No, that's exactly what happened. Um, <laughs> but we just wanted to get uh, straight into it. Marty and I wanted to talk about it right off mm -hmm. the start. Your social media presence is massive. You still go hard. Actually, I feel like it's it's getting bigger than it was when I first started seeing you on YouTube. I hope so. I, I, <laughs> I feel this because even, even my, my, my little brother's Cam's age, he's nine. And dude, you still got nine-year-olds going nuts. And we're mid-30s and still going nuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you have a very good demographic of people. Humble, and bro. I feel like that YouTube, you just, I think you found that rhythm and algorithm like mm. good clean fun mm -hmm. and it's just mm -hmm. it's good to see well what i find bro. that's interesting is we've had on a lot of different guests from a lot of different you know sports mm -hmm. music gaming comedy you, you know everything but across all platforms i don't know if pound for pound there's anybody that's been on the show that's more consistent with their reach and just their content across all the different platforms it's super it's like you just crossed over a billion on youtube god knows where you're at on tiktok instagram's going crazy so you know, I'm sure a lot of the fans probably saw the Anwan documentary and, you know, we have a younger fan base, so they might be kind of like learning that story for the first time. But I was just thinking, like, even just on the drive up here, like, everybody at the end of it was kind of left in the same playing field in terms of what now. Like, we yeah. all just had this huge boost of being on this. Now what's the next chapter of life going to go for? And just me being really deep into branding and building, you know, small businesses and stuff like that, like... What was that transition like? What were you thinking of in terms of, uh, like, making that next step into, like, am I going to go to Nike? Am I going to go to Reebok? Am I going to build my own brand? That would probably take a long time. <laughs> yeah, well, the funny thing is, Nike and all that, that was, like, somewhere far off in the distance. Like, it wasn't happening. Like, when N1 ended, it got bought out, you know, by a different entity, mm -hmm. and that's what happened, right? They, they sold the company, and I think it went for two or three more years after that. Like, I think it was, we were on, the day I got the cover of the, we were on the cover of the Sports Illustrated, the day they put it in my hand, 
It wasn't five minutes. Somebody tapped me on the shoulder. Can't remember who it was, and they told me like, "Hey, the company's just been bought out." Oh. You know what I mean? And me, I'm 23, so I'm like, well, "What does oh. that mean? Are we still hooping?" And then somebody was like, "Yeah, you're still hooping." I was like, "Okay, cool," <laughs> but like, I had no idea what that meant. So like, me and Main Event, we were talking about it. We're like, "Oh, I think we're in good hands." You know what I'm saying? We still got a big tour next year. Let's go, right? So it was like, it's all good. But the truth was, I think they fulfilled their production deal, their yep. deal with ESPN, and then when it ran out. That was it. But the funny thing is, right around that time, it's like street ball and the whole wave of handles and and carry moves and or or that style of play just like went out the window. Like Iverson's crossover was a carry. <laughs> Hip hop fashions uh, were were ruled out of the NBA. Right, you couldn't no longer dress like that. And one like like. Iverson, right, with do-rag and a big white tee. Uh -huh. All of a sudden, now cats is button-ups. At the dressed. press conferences and stuff, you mean? Everything, right? yeah. like, flipped, and, like, street ball wasn't relevant. I didn't even get recognized. In, in 2009 to 2000, somewhere in 2011, like, I'd go to, I went to a UCLA game, and one person recognized me. They came up to me, and they were like, hey, weren't you in some, like, tournament or something? Like, <laughs> oh, hell no. Yeah, but, like, that's before social, right? I mean, I've had social, but before... Before we even knew what social was going to be, before we knew how to properly brand, I, don't, I had like a MySpace and a Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So like you, back in the day, once that TV show ends or that that acting wave, like if it if it goes twelve months, you're out of there. You no one yeah. remember. You think think about today, we can forget somebody's on social. Mm -hmm. So oh. the the thought was, hey, I, we've got we did overseas tours more than we toured the U.S. So when I go mm. to U.K. and Paris and Asia, like people would always rush me and they'd be like, yo, professor, what's good? And I would always like try to have, you know, show the fans love. I'd be like, thank you so much for watching the show. But a couple people would correct me and they'd be like, no, we've seen you on YouTube, YouTube. Oh. So I was looking into YouTube like 05, 06. I was trying to flood YouTube because people would rip our highlights from the ESPN show. Get views on it. Make mm. fan compilations and they mm. were going berserk. I saw a professor mix, a hot sauce mix, main event mix. There was like several of mine. They were all getting like three to five million views, Some one had 10. So I was like, why don't we make our own? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the goal was to get bookings though. YouTube AdSense didn't start till 08. Yeah. So, oh, so you're pre-getting paid. So I've been on YouTube since oh. like 05, 06, oh. and not even getting a dime, that. but you could get a DM back in the day on YouTube. So I was hoping for some bookings. And I was actually running out of my homies, the editor, his channel. Mm -hmm. So when, when AdSense came about, I started my own channel, 2009. When you say booking, what are you referring to? You know, somebody hits you up like, hey, you want to come to Brazil and play in this exhibition for X oh, amount of money? Oh, damn. Yada, yada, yeah. I mean, that's... You get that's, paid like that to go play? I didn't yeah. realize this. Yeah, after Anne one ended, I used to just, like, travel the world playing one-off, either just off-branded exhibition games or appearances, or it'd be like Anne one because Anne one was in 40 countries. So, like, my last Anne one game was in 2010 in Angola, Africa. Mm -hmm. But people wouldn't even know, right? It was off the scene for years at that point, two or three yeah, years. Yeah, 2010, I feel like. That was well past. Yeah, stopped. Yeah, 08 yeah. was the last ESPN season. And so, look, what it, back to your question, what it looks like to build a brand. I'm just like freestyling. I'm like, hey, start this YouTube up, hopefully get some DMs, keep the show money going. But I mm -hmm. went completely broke. I was selling my own. I was selling my own and one jerseys on eBay. Oh, oh no! Man, got to the point of that. It went bad. It went bad to like you know. But I was living check to check. I was a kid. Yeah. I thought the money never. We made millions of dollars. You know, we were going crazy. So like, yeah. mm -hmm. I had a condo in L.A. I had a condo in Oregon where I'm from. I had a, a Benz. I had five cell phones for. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not even traveling. I got five cell phones. Yeah, I had like <laughs> three Wi-Fi bills. I had like the USB Wi-Fi chip you take with you. Like, uh -huh. 
you were you just know, going hard, man. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. So I was living check to check. So when it ended, it was like, well, what now? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I wasn't as well spoken. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want a training to me to be a trainer. I'm like, ah, oh, it's for small time. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So I was just trying to figure it out. So do you think if they wouldn't have sold, would the run have kept going? Or was it just the timing of it all? I think it would have kept going. ESPN, I found out later, didn't turn it away. Like, they, the company just oh, turned it away. No. The company tried to go, like, more conventional, which I can't blame them. They tried to expand, right? Let's go back to NBA focus. We'll still do a little bit of everything. I remember the dude when he told me, he's like, hey, man, he's like, the I want mixtape tour. I remember that, I'll never forget, he was like, it's just it's just a branch on the tree, you know what I'm saying? It ain't the trunk, mm. you know what I'm saying? It's just a branch, not knowing, like, it actually was the trunk. It was built <laughs> off, it was yeah, built yeah. off the mixtapes and street ball, yeah. and that's how it rose in the forefront, because it was so different. It was so different, it's not college, it's not the NBA, it's not yeah. high school, it's its own thing. So it was the only basketball thing that really survived outside of those, outside mm -hmm. of the Globetrotters, but obviously it was the cool Globetrotters. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think um, the funny thing is, they had intern PR, on and one mix it. We never even had a Hollywood what, the rep. The whole time? The whole time. It was just so big. You know, you know how it is. Even me now, like I actually only pay for PR like once in a blue. I don't even I don't really do it. Like I but I get mainstream hit-ups all the time. And it's mm -hmm. like, hey, let's get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those are ten thousand dollar appearances if you mm. if you have PR and if and if those people decide to bring you on, like say like the Ellen show, right? Oh gotcha. You can pay a ten thousand dollar PR to pitch you to Ellen. They still gotta say like whether they want it or not. Gotcha. But like I get those for free. So I yeah. was like you know, let's get it. But uh, <laughs> I always wondered about anyway, that. Anyway, and one never that. got repped by like a CAA, William Morris gotcha. back in the day. They, ne they never just going hard went to they Hollywood. They went through the streets and then yeah, just global. Yeah, it was the streets with, with mainstream coming to them. But like, could it have gone long? I mean, it would have played the cards right and then branch out in Hollywood. I think yeah. it, it could have went, I don't know. <laughs> that was probably the last like organic street brand that they printed off 50,000 Tapes. Give I mean, this is season free. one. This will do yeah. 30 minutes on the end, yeah. on, on the beginning of all this. We, yeah, no, that's legendary to me. Right that, now. like, bridges the gap from pre-internet to into the internet. You guys, Kimbo Slice, same yeah. thing. But, yeah, no, that was my childhood. Like, <laughs> I can't even tell you how many times I got called professor. Like, that was... Why do play ball? Like, exactly. It was exactly. towards the end of my Buffalo. career. And he's from Buffalo. I love yeah, that. But... We played up there. We played like Rochester, upstate mm -hmm. New York, one time. Well, and one came to Buffalo one oh, we time. Did. You weren't you weren't there though. It was though. a side game, right? It yeah. was an actual angle. It was so disrespectful. <laughs> I felt so horrible. Like it was at ECC, the community college downtown, which was mm -hmm. like dangerous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But even before the game, like the players showed up late. I remember there was just tension outside the building before the game mm. even started. And then we get in there. And the players came a little bit late, and they came out, and one of the N1 players had just passed away. Escalade. Before Flash, I think. Oh, Flash. Oh, so this is like in the height of N1. This yeah. is 04, 05. And they tried to have a moment of silence for him. And nobody And they up. were being all ignorant. Like, uh -huh. during the moment, I was so embarrassed to just be from the town in that moment. It was it just mortified me. But then uh, we had Paul Harris, who was a superstar at Syracuse. He was, we were just talking about him before the episode, like he was a part of that mm. LeBron Carmelo McDonald's class. Mm. And uh, yeah, he was playing at Syracuse. He was in the game. And I remember like 
him going up for a dunk and the dude from and one pinning it against the backboard like everybody was going insane i don't know See, like i haven't so felt that vibe re- since then dude. it is and like, you know i get juice right now and so, <laughs> so long like that was the beauty of street ball too is it was like really just literally just a street brand and everything was real there's no script we didn't that reality show was an actual reality show yeah. but there was always just so much natural you guys were vlogging man yeah. toxicity yeah it was a vlog yeah. blog. the whole show was a vlog but you got to see, and it was the extra layer. Because I remember I was in, like, 9 or 10 watching, like, mm-hmm. and then when you came, I'm like, how much old? He's barely older than me. Yeah, and I remember exactly. getting so juiced, like, this was a kid. Yeah. And then we mm-hmm. all thought we could do it. I just started dribbling under my knee, thinking oh, I was God. a shit. So <laughs> dude, all were doing that, dude. Out there in the snow. Yeah. I broke my collarbone. I was out there still with it in the sling. Oh, I, I remember all of it. I was in the flea market <laughs> the first time I saw the tape. Question. Yeah. What's the first time you ever heard of and one? Oh, see, you know, I was a fan. I was a fan. I was on that end before. Cause I literally came on and one at right before the halfway point. You know what I'm saying? Meaning which season? Well, you gotta think. So and one started in ninety nine. You know, make and one mixtape volume nine. Or sorry, volume one mm-hmm. came out in nineteen ninety nine. Skip to my Lou. Yeah. Oh, that, that was the first year then. Yeah. So the like I, I didn't even I found out about it in oh one. I remember getting a volume two tape. And then shortly after that I bought I bought volume one on eBay. You know what I'm saying? And I checked okay. that out once I saw volume. Because volume one was a little hotter than volume two, in my opinion. Uh-huh. So when I saw Skip at the Rucker and he was, like, young, and, like, I was already into Showtime basketball, it was just naturally. It's like God's plan. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was already – I tried to play, like, Tim Hardaway, Rod Strickland. You know, Allen Iverson at that time was, like, you know, I'm doing yeah. that crossover. So, like, when and one came, I'm like, yo, this is it. Mm-hmm. So I like that probably more than the NBA. I didn't even know it at the time. I stayed up with it in high school. I cultured and one. Remember, you like you weren't even a hooper unless you yeah. wore like the long shorts. Yeah, I was, oh yeah, I was feeder yeah, with know? the cutoff sleeves. Yeah, with the tie cheese. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that yeah, I have tight. I'm I have that style. My senior year in high school, I got tie cheese on this before mm-hmm. I'm on and one. So then, I go to JUCO. I walked on a JUCO. I barely made it because nice. I look like I'm 12 years old. I always had offensive Wait, skills. How old were you when you first started? 18. Oh, dude, I was under the impression that you were a child still. I thought you were like you 15 or like 16. Well, I looked like I was 12. Like, yeah, that, that's yeah. what it was. I thought you were underage this whole time. No, mm. I, I actually even played a year at Juco, but I only played like two minutes a game because like I never got a shot at the conventional game because like when people are like short, they don't look like like children. I look like a child, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was so frail. Yeah. But I always had, like, I would cross adults up, but it was always a show, like when I played pickleball, but when it got in that season... Like, if they let me do my thing, I'll do my uh, thing. But a lot yeah. of times they didn't let me do my thing. But they even made me yeah. think. It made me think I wasn't that good. I, they made me think, uh, like, the conventional game is something different. Like, yeah. you got to be a different way. Well, you got to play with an emotion offense. Yeah, ex- exactly. And I, and I went to an all-white, you know, high school. And, like, so you, you got that Hoosier, the Princeton offense mm. type vibe. They didn't like it when I did a crossover. It's like, oh, what's that? But then I transferred to a private school. Uh, my senior year, I actually went crazy because this the, the coach played college ball. He was more of a high level player, so I'm thinking I'm gonna get college offers. I'm like, oh man, it's gonna go crazy. <laughs> like second team all stay. I was one vote away from MVP. I'm doing oh. six Iverson crossovers a game, mm. and then like no college offers. I tried out for three JUCOs. They were all passed. Like, oh, we don't think you play. It was all about defense. They're like, we don't think he could guard anybody at this level. You know what I'm saying? And I can't even blame him, though. I look mm-hmm. so young, and, and I really yeah. wasn't playing no defense. Okay, I was going to say, how were you playing defense? Yeah. I was, like, scrappy. I'll rip yeah, you if yeah. you're in front of me. But, like, at the college game, I, I had a little bit of, like, like anxiety, nervousness. Yeah. I didn't. got to be so fast. Unless I got off early with offense, I wasn't where I needed to be, even mm-hmm. though I had the skills. I just yeah. didn't know. Nobody affirmed me to tell you, like, 
yo, you're actually super good. No, we just need, yeah, just need to do X, Y, Z. Like my, my JUCO did after my freshman year. I dedicated way more. I, w- I went to the gym 5 a.m. We got to make 500 jumpers before class. Stop 230, it. 2.30 is open gym. After open gym, we go lift weights, and then we come back to the gym. Like, I'd go home or go to the mm-hmm. park after that at night, and now yeah. street ball or whatever. So I'm dedicating crazy time to the game after my freshman year. And then it didn't take long. I was, like, the best player in the open gym after the season. Like, I would always run the court. I couldn't wait to play the next D1 recruit they bring in to kind of, like, Mm-hmm. That we're supposed to be the crash dummies. Next thing I know, the D1 coach is like, who's this, though? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it just so happened, Anwin was touring. I go to try out, and, you know, the rest was history. So. Mm. See, I always wonder, like, how did you hear? Because the first time I remember what I was doing, where I was standing when I first went. I actually do, what too. Is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, w- I went to Foot Action in Portland. Yeah. It was like a mall, uh, Lloyd Center Mall. I went to Foot Action. I got a mixtape volume two. I tried on the shorts. And me and my homie went back and checked it out. It was like... Instant fandom, I'm oh. culture in it. Like not long after that, it's like with uh, it had its own cult. 100% basketball is basketball, and one brought a whole different level of like uh, Will Smith versus underground yeah. rappers. Uh-huh. I'm <laughs> trying to say Will Smith is a mainstream rapper, but he yeah. was a mainstream personality back when he was putting out music. Mm-hmm. It was hip hop basketball. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hip hop yeah. basketball. That's what it always was. Underground. Mm-hmm. And we used to even say it too, like on the tour, like AO was Diddy. Mm. I was, oh, I like that. I was Eminem. Uh-huh. Escalade was Biggie. Mm. Like, there was a lot of parallels there. Yeah, but, like, yeah. honestly, it was... We, I don't think we even labeled it that at the time. But, I mean, those dudes were just playing ball like they always did. Yeah. And now they're just taking on the road. Just happened to be filming me. So, yeah, yeah like... The music was such a part of it. The music was such that the vi- that just like '90s like beat knots Method Man vibe of volumes one through four was like such a part of it. Yeah, and shout out to the the makers of the mixtapes. You mm-hmm. know, uh, Greenpoint did the DVDs. I'm trying to think who did the. I think it was Independent Set Free. Shout out to Set Free. To the music. DJ, you know, you know, on the yeah. first ones you forget. Dutego wasn't there. It was. It was the set. He's on I Am Set Free on Instagram. He was like, Set Free! You know, like, yell that. Yeah, you remember yeah, that? Yeah. I, remember I don't that. remember that. He was the announcer, but he Sign also came with the music and, it, and it, he <laughs> killed it. Like, he got unreleased stuff, stuff that he could get rights to or whatever. Mm. And, like, the music, what I agree, the soundtracks was fire. Because it was literally, it was a hip hop mixtape, but yeah. on the top of B Ball. It was actually a mixtape. That's where the name comes from. It was a B Ball mixtape. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we. <laughs> Had them things on bootlegs <laughs> floating around earlier. I don't even remember when I got a DVD of it. Uh-huh. But I remember it was just a piece of paper printed right in the front at the flea market. They were like six bucks. And even back then, I'm like, six dollars. I go half on it. I uh, know. So, we were talking about it. Let me just bust this out real quick. Let's this go. kid right here. Let's go. This young boy is who we're talking about, <laughs> who they picked up on this tour. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. You then went to 20 plus cities yeah. and had to fight for your spot each night. In order to get this contract. Okay, 33, 33 cities. cities. 35 city tour, I came on the second city. Oh, damn. Yeah. Like, you come <laughs> you on. You came on the second <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. That must be at first, like, I made it. Also, shit. Yeah, and, like, I thought I was going. If I would have went home, it was incredible. Like, I, if yes. I did you know, you got to think where my kid mind was. Let me tell you how kiddy I was, okay? This is so funny. They asked me to go on tour that night after that game because, like, the crowd got excited when I'd go. At, even uh-huh. though Hostel even shook me. I touched earth, sick, but it shook <laughs> me up. But, like, I got some buckets and some And I was going back with no fear. I've always been like that on the court. I forget everything. I just go in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the crowd liked it. I probably had, like, 
six to eight points, couple couple of oops, you know. So yeah. that's like twenty five as a way yeah, kid as a kid. Yeah, yeah, you know, especially in and one days, yeah. it wasn't even about the stat. Like if you had the stats, it like adds to it. But like really, it was just like, did you kill anyone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but I was the best in at least in Portland that night, right? And so they asked me to go on tour that night, but you had to do a background check. So I missed the Oakland game, I missed the LA game, but then I come on the Phoenix game. So maybe I was 32 games, a 35-city tour. Yeah. And then I go back out to Phoenix, and literally I probably played maybe 10 games, and then we get to Jackson, Mississippi, and things have been going well, right? I know in the games it's, like, it's going crazy. But I was hoping when the TV show came on that I could like press pause and maybe just be on there, or maybe one of my buckets would make it, because <laughs> season one is all the team. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it's the joint's about hot sauce and AO and main event yeah, and yeah. Shane and whoever else, right? So I'm thinking same thing, right? Season two, I can't wait. I'm a fan. Yeah. So it comes on. I'm the whole episode. Like literally 80% of the episode was my story of the tryout to the game to this is <laughs> happening. Oh, you didn't know until you watched it? They did. I think I'm such a kid. They probably told me, but everything was so surreal yeah. and so fast. I'm so green. It probably went in this year out the other year. And yeah. mm-hmm. I, so I'm sitting in the hotel or almost like anxious. Like I'm like almost nervous because first time I'm hearing myself talk on video and I'm like, why do I sound like that? Oh, like, that's oh, what I look damn. like. And the first time, <laughs> oh, the war. I remember my first time, so I understand. Yeah, I'm like, I gotta get a new haircut. Before cell phones, yeah. before all this, my voice like the first time. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God. Yeah, so <laughs> I was unadjusted to just everything entertainment. Don't know anything about demographics. Nothing. So I see that thing and literally step out of the hotel celebrity in the hotel, walk in the hotel room, not a celeb. The thing comes on, walk out, autographs that day. Wow. Like it's it's actually crazy, like how quick, because I see it now all the time, right? My cousin, he's my main editor and shooter. Nice. Oh, so you see this. We go viral. It could take, like, when we, if we go viral today, like real viral, not just our videos get a mil, but if we do one that gets like, five in a week or something mm-hmm. like we we'll literally walk outside that day and they'll be like yo i just seen the yeah. they'll name the video <laughs> so it was, it was just like that but even more because we we're on pre-internet 30 to 50 times a week on yeah. oh. or so, something like that it was crazy it was the filler show when there was nothing on uh-huh. all night damn what a good time in life that like seven year period of MTV oh god it's the best i was shit. ranting about it the whole drive up here to cam <laughs> oh you have no idea before you even thought of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you walk in, not a celebrity, walk out. How do you adjust to this as an 18-year-old kid that is literally trying to tiptoe and walk on eggshells in this whole event? Yeah. You're trying to make it, and hopefully you could do this, and then then you get this. Yeah, just <laughs> best I could, you know what I mean? Like, one day at a time. But I'm loving it, though, you know what I mean? Because I was naturally a competitor. It was like all my preparation. I worked so hard at the game, but it was like I everything goes unnoticed. But then when I play pickup, I'm going crazy. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, it never made sense to me. Because I Bro, play against, I like, you. the varsity point guard is in my school, and I feel like, like, in a one-on-one, they can't beat me. But, like, why, uh, could, why am I not on the – it just never made sense. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm like, A.O., he's like, you, you ain't going to college? He's like, like he's like, you, you going to play this? You just going to do street ball? My fam, you're supposed to go play D1. Mm. And I was like, you, you think I'm good enough to play? <laughs> he's like, yeah, but, like, I'm such a – you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody's there to affirm it. That's why you need mentors. Wow. You know what I mean? And, I, like, my dad affirmed it, like, my – my trainer who taught me mm-hmm. the AI across when I'm in fifth yeah. grade, he affirmed it. But I didn't believe him. They're like family, so the family always big ups you, right? Of course. So you're, I mm. get it. It's almost like you that needed totally the validation, and once you got it, like, I am great? Bef- oh, I am outside great. Of my yeah. circle, I'm good? Yeah, right. totally. Yeah, and it still took me a year or two to, like, really think, Adjust. like, oh, this is for you, because, like, you don't know. I mean, we that year we went to Europe, 
like I got on the team and we did a European tour, like right mm -hmm. then and there. So we go to Europe. No, the U.S. don't even know it, right? Stuff didn't air for six to eight months, like on the mixtape or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was always way behind. Like the only the summer tour was about three weeks, two weeks delayed, something mm -hmm. like that. So yeah, like going to Europe on the team, it was hard. I didn't, I didn't even play well. Like I didn't even, I'm, my head's spinning. I'm like, these dudes are so fast. They're going. I don't even know how to win and entertain. I just I just know how to win. By default, I entertain a little bit. But you know, right. like, hot sauce and AO and headaches handles crazy. They know exactly what's... So it's, like, yeah. so turned up. Like, they, they, I had to learn the rhythm. <laughs> so I'm even unsure. I'm like, if you want to be on the mixtape team, you got to be good global. There's a difference between good locally and good, you know. Yeah. Nobody knows the levels of basketball unless you play it. So, like, being good globally, I had to grow into that. You know what I mean? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Question before I forget, I wanted to ask you earlier. What part of Oregon are you from? Oh, I'm from a small town, Kaiser, Oregon. It's the outskirt of the capital, Salem. It's called Kaiser. Oh, 40,000 people. Got mm. you. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. That's far from me. Yeah. I, uh, in high school, I moved. I got kicked out, and I had to move to Oregon because my family lived in Oregon. But oh, it's a drag, in Portland. <laughs> it's, I mean, for me, it sucked at the time. But, you know, Clackamas? It's big, yeah. I mean, Portland, you know. For that Port area, that's like, of course but, you know it. Do you, you know where that is? I, I might have, I, that first mixtape I got, it was either at Clackamas Town Center or yeah, like Lloyd Center Mall. Yeah. It was one of those. Yeah. So, yeah, of course. I mean, I played Juco. We played Clackamas Community College. Oh, all right. Yeah, we got beat by like 50. They dumped it's on me, you know. Well, Clackamas Community College, he's trying to say, I owe him two bands. I don't owe you nothing, all right? They keep sending me to collections. I'm like, bro, I never went to your school. <laughs> That's how they get fooled. I was in high school. Especially Clackamas. now you get money on the podcast. You're like, oh, we got oh you need it. Like, no, dude, I keep getting Clackamas Community uh -huh. College. I never went. You know, on a senior yeah. day, like, uh, where would you like to go? And I circled it because it's the fucking, it's one of the town. Uh -huh. yeah. I never went. They're trying to tax me two bands. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Here's my proof. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I was like hours, to ask. Hour south. I was like to ask, yeah, because yeah, yeah. we did a moving out there. So I went to every little city you could think of out there, uh, Hillsborough and all these little Gresham and just see, like I was trying to tell them, Oregon's a different vibe yeah the, way different yeah. yo you got a basement and all oh, that cabinet in your bathroom is a room like you ever been to those yeah it's kind of <laughs> i mean it's country it's like it's funny because when we think of country we always think of like the south or like mm -hmm. super rural like idaho yeah but it like now moving away and not living there and go back like it's 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 country like they're very it be forest narrow mm -hmm. viewpoints <laughs> there's a different vibe you know what i mean yeah. like 100%. even my family right they they would they did, wouldn't say their country but like your country i was mm -hmm. too like <laughs> it is what it is yeah HelloFresh takes the hassle out of mealtime while sending you pre-portioned ingredients with easy-to-cook recipes. As you may or may not know, April is Earth Month, and HelloFresh is always committed year-round to a cleaner planet. On average, HelloFresh has a 31% less carbon footprint than average meals made from ingredients from the supermarket. Plus, nearly all of HelloFresh packaging is recyclable right there at the curb. Help the planet while helping yourself. Good food is too precious to waste. HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients cut down by at least 23% on waste compared to grocery shopping, which is good for your wallet and good for the earth. So right off the bat, guys, HelloFresh has saved me time and the brain power because I am not a chef, as I once said, and I don't know recipes. So HelloFresh has come with the ingredients, healthy ingredients, and the recipes to help you and your family just speed up the process and hang out together. Couldn't agree more. So go to HelloFresh.com slash YOLA50 and use code YOLA50 for 50% off HelloFresh plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. So right now, do us a favor. Take advantage of this deal. Right now, you can go to HelloFresh.com forward slash YOLA50 or just type in YOLA50 at checkout and that's going to get you 50% off your order plus free shipping. 
Let's pause for a moment here to talk about something that's really been bothering me lately. Inflation. Gas, groceries, utility bills, it's everywhere. Luckily, there's one company out there that's giving you a much needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile allows you to order from home and it passes the savings on to you. Mint Mobile allows you to order from home and you save a ton with plans starting at just $15 a month. By going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you. All Mint Mobile plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data. All of this is delivered on the the nation's largest 5G network. You can seamlessly transfer over to Mint Mobile using your own phone, and you can transfer just in minutes using eSIM. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get your plan shipped directly to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com yola. Remember guys, go to mintmobile.com yola and cut your bill down to just $15 a month. Once again, guys, thank you for supporting the brands that support us. <laughs> so how'd they feel when the tour bus pulled up and they're like, all right, I'll see you guys later? Were they like supportive? Uh, it was insane how well my parents parented me. Like, like they fed my dream. They saw I loved it. They saw I was good at it. So look, I had a trainer. Shout out to my mm. trainer, Rodney Howard. Fifth, fourth grade. Oh. Fourth wow. grade, he showed me the first move was the in and out mm. Then it was the in and out crossover. Then it was the Iverson crossover. I pick up every move in like a week because like all I do is culture basketball so if i did a move by the end of the week i'd get 2,000 5,000 10,000 reps in yeah. who knows right he showed me the ai crossover it was like a week later crossover adults you know what i'm saying but i'm two <laughs> feet i'm like this tall so like my life i do those trash talker vids i drop now that's like my life yeah. I, I always is a trash talker vid, like you know what i mean so um they got me the trainer fourth grade then i'm always going to basketball camp any clinic you can think of uh Jordans, hooping in Jordans, the, the hottest, the Concord 11s, the mm. got the originals in sixth grade. Mm. I mean, you name it. They, my mom even drove like an hour and a half to an AAU practice three times a week just so I could be on an A. Because I didn't get picked up on the big A. I was like this other AAU uh, team. Your parents yeah, are yeah. supportive as hell. Yeah, they're so awesome. supportive, man. And then even when and one came up, they're like, yeah, I mean, they're they not treating you right at that JUCO. Like, we put all this. In, and they're probably thinking about the investment. I never really asked them, but. Think about the, the hundreds of thousands spent on the game, and you're like now you're pro. Yes, you need to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. Mm -hmm. Have a good one. Do you have any athletes in your family? Uh, my dad. He was my dad was like really like if my dad was probably like fully committed to ball, he played college and who knows what. But like no, nah, he just he loved the game. He played at men's leagues. He taught me how to play. We we're two years old at a ball in my hands. Mm -hmm. So his passion for the game wore off. Oh on me. yeah, you kind of grew up into this. See, yeah, I didn't know. Oh, dude, mm -hmm. having a trainer that. Like I said, oh, you know, that kid's gone. He's going to be mm -hmm. badass. You see these kids on, like, TikTok. They're doing the basketball drills, throwing the tennis balls and catching oh, it. Yeah. You see these yeah, yeah. monsters? Mm -hmm. See, I wish I wish I, I had something that like that. That was normal back then. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had a, what is it, Peyton Manning camp? Do you remember that? If you're really balling, you can go to Peyton Manning camp, and they will show you how to throw a ball perfectly. <laughs> I just went to uh, college. They did the free football camp at the local, you know, okay. college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm a fat kid. I'm like, all right, skins and shirts. I'm like, damn. <laughs> That's like a nightmare. Run around for two hours. With those. Oh, damn. And I remember, like, I don't want to like football camp. I don't want to come back to this place. It's a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It's a nightmare. All the linemen, like, oh, shit. But, yeah, you know, the, those things go a long way, though, because, like, knowledge at a high level if you're a kid is priceless, right? A lot of these parents yes. try to guide their kids. And, like, they do it out of love the best they can, but so much bad info and bad outlooks and you're the greatest when you're not and mm -hmm. you, you work hard when you don't really like work hard like you need to play college pro you play college ball so you yeah. know right like mm -hmm. 
somebody could say, I work super hard at basketball. I love it. And it's like, well, you don't love it like Kobe loved. I know he didn't play as much as I did growing up. It's impossible because your Mm -hmm. parents would be trying to get you to practice less Mm -hmm. and get on their nerves. That's what my parents... They trying to make me practice less. Yeah, we got exactly. beef with the neighbors. I'm up to 1 a.m. Oh, hooping every night. Yeah. Like, you got concrete embedded into your fingertips and it won't come out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's, that's a hot one. I got to use that. You're like, whoa, Jesus that happens? <laughs> Sock yeah. in the ground? Yeah. So tell us now, because it's, it's beyond just you being an internet s- sensation, you've developed businesses around it. Yeah. So what is Global Ho- Hoopers? Mm. So Global Hooper uh, actually started, I got the name... After and when ended, I'm telling you, like, it seemed weird right now, but I lived in L.A. I walked around and nobody knew me. I went to UCLA game. It was crazy. So I looked at, like, rappers, you know, Puff Daddy went to, to Diddy and, uh, you know, Titty Boy went to 2 Chains. Mm-hmm. They rebrand. So I'm like, I'm going to rebrand. So I was like, I'm the global hooper. So when I went on social, like, on Instagram and all, I was actually global hooper. Mm. And I was just trying to be brand new because, like, why, why be from something that crashed and... Like, yeah, I remember yeah. I dated a girl. I was dating a girl in, like, 2012, 2011. I remember she's, like, she, I had my YouTube channel. I had some old and one clips on there, right? But at that time, they're five or six years old. Time goes by fast, right? You don't think it's mm-hmm. that old. And I remember she goes, this is kind of old school, like, your YouTube channel? Old she's school. like, this is old school. <laughs> and, and, like, I see where she's coming from, right? Nowadays, a kid, I mean, think about it. You two years out, you might be old school. Yeah. Oh, oh no, easy. I get it, but just to hear it. Yeah, oh. yeah, hit the ego. <laughs> yeah. Hit the ego, but also yeah. instant perspective. I was like, is she weird or is that the real? So I, I remember I asked my mentor, is it old school? He's like, yeah, a little bit. So, oh, damn. So, so, uh. So I was like, that rebrand made sense. But then, you know, people connected the dots. And then, like, I went viral. I did a Spider-Man basketball video. Like, some cosplay. Mm-hmm. The first yeah. cosplay basketball video. It, like, segued for a lot of cosplay. It's crazy. Like, yeah. my homie, shout out to Robert Monroe. He put me on. He, he came with that idea. Mm. Showed me how to use a DSLR and all that. It's crazy. But we made that video. And then, like, it goes TMZ, Good Morning America. You know, 6 million views in a week, which back then the that's, algorithm no, wasn't as friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. back then if you did a mill in a week, he was going off. So I got ESPN, CNN, TMZ, Good Morning America. Did you have any idea I was going to do that? He, he thought it was going to go viral. <laughs> I was like, because ah, it, it was, you know, we come from the thug era, you know, the hip hop. Yeah. Everything got to be swag and one. Like you can't be a lick of uncool. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So like the the ner- Spider Man, yeah. it was almost it. nerdy. I was I was hanging with a different crowd. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I was hanging with like my Christian homies. So like, uh, I, like I knew it was like cool, and I knew there was an audience. He showed me there was an audience for like Comic Con. I'm like Comic Con. I was like <laughs> oh. I know Spider Man and Batman in the movies, yeah, yeah. but I don't know. Remember this is going way back. Now it's obvious, but like. He put me on. I was like, all right, cool. You know, at least it'll get some laughs. If, if not, I got to get a little more views than a regular video because yeah. it's different. But that joint was like, I mean, it was, just, it was crazy. So mm-hmm. kind of opened your eyes to like a whole nother lane because like you said, I went from the superstar to walking outside and I'm like, nobody noticed me? I'm at the mm-hmm. huge, what the hell? It's like you said, it's like a little... Yeah. Yeah. So now so, you're yeah, doing this bad. and so, rebrand your whole. So so what happened yeah. was the, when the blo- when it hit the blog the yeah the blogs and the big news outlets all they were saying is the professor the global Hoover wasn't mentioned because like my YouTube channel started back in the day is Professor Live so like YouTube was the dominant one they're still saying Professor and everybody's like this is hot so I'm like why are we rebrand let's go yeah. back so I went to went back to uh, the Professor and then global when I came with my clothing brand and. Uh, 2017, and the name of my overall umbrella is Global mm-hmm. Hooper. So, 
Yeah. yeah, it's smart. You want it to be something outside of yourself. Like he has push trees. That's his brand. It's yeah. his, but it's not the professor. Right. Same yeah. idea. Something bigger right. than yourself is that is other the, people the way can tap you're into. going with it with the clothes because you can't. I mean, you can call it the professor clothing, but. It's merch at that point. Yeah, then it's, it's merch, just, yeah. which I don't think there's anything wrong with merch. Not, it can't go further. Yeah, you know, I've considered going that route too because, like, doing a brand is actually super hard. You need a lot of investment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like, I've spent out of my own pocket quite a bit doing that. And it's been we made some hot stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. cool. But if you want to be in the culture, you need you need a million dollar investment or more. You know, multi million dollar mm-hmm. investment to actually be a culture. Like, you want to be on StockX and no known. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yes, mm-hmm. I see. What so there's nothing wrong with merch, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, it's, the professor is a super merch play. So I was actually trying to make a brand. I'm like, I've been signed to all the. Br- I've signed to like four deals. So like, might as well do my own now. Mm-hmm. But um, I love the logo so much. It's like an homage to N1, but it's you. It's so clean. Thanks. Was, is there a lot? I'm sure there was a ton of back and forth about that. Yeah, you know, I I questioned it a few times too. I'm like, is it too similar to Ant One? But like, if you compare them, they're really not similar. Yeah. But like, since it's a cross, it's a crossover man. And it's not Jordan. It's like, well, yeah. who was the other only other man ever uh-huh. like, in that day? Now the billion logos of the yeah, man, right? I get it. it was Shaq, Jordan, mm-hmm. and Ant One had the. The yep. dribble man with the swoosh that went over the and one. Yep. But I like that swoop. It's like, how do you show a crossover? You have to yeah, show it's a cross. It's like the swoosh. But I was like, this is the one when I seen it. It's a fire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah. Love that. And now you just parlayed that into your own online course too, right? Come, I'm trying to come with the online course soon. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have a course right now, but I'm working on it. The, the dribbling class that you have? Oh, I had it. At 2015, I had it was superhuman dribbling. Like mm-hmm. we try to capitalize off Spider-Man. Inspires do like every viz doing nine, 10 million, that one to 25 million. So we we're trying to capitalize. So we superhuman was the closest you can go to superhero or Spider Man. So superhuman yeah. dribbling. I was, I was thinking about crossover five. Okay. So crossover five is just we gather, we're gathering leads to, to launch. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, so, so if you, you sign up on crossover five, crossover spelled out the number five.com, you get a free, like, you know, five steps to the perfect crossover. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be entered to know when I do drop then you'll be the first to know it. So, that, that. It's surprising how much that shit really works and helps. I had had a kickflip with Tony Hawk. I was seven. <laughs> we had him on the show. It's like, hard. Hey, I bought you uh, how to do a kickflip. Tony, you know what I mean? Like, it's those things that you remember. Right now, we talk about was the first time you saw it. It kind of hits you with that. Yeah. It's You'll remember forever. It's like YouTube is how-to. Imagine mm-hmm. having a tangible how-to. Yeah, That's of course. That's what Tony Hawk's how to kickflip was, how to mm-hmm. do an ollie, how to do a shove it. I think... Uh, like, dude, right now, if you if you have that, and Cam ain't never gonna forget that in his life. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure. it's like instilled in your brain f- mm-hmm. for life. Have you? Have you? I like this them? organic plug, by the way, man. Sign up <laughs> crossover5.com. Well, yeah. You'll get a free video, five steps of perfect crossover, and we're dropping this year at some point. Like, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you using Patreon in the same way too to kind of like teach skills, or is that not really? What that's no, about? it's more like a content incentive. I'm, it's funny, we just launched. I'm actually debating just going to YouTube because like, it's already built in. It's hard to get people to get off that platform. And yeah. I felt like Patreon was a lot of comedians and podcasters. Yeah. You guys do Patreon? We yeah, did we it once to. and we're like, let's go back to YouTube. Yeah, it was too so much. So you have the YouTube membership? You have yeah. YouTube membership? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think, I think I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah. We got less than 100 people. You can reimburse. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We might switch. So. Yeah, and try sometimes to it out. it's like it's a lot the, of the content just brings in more eyeballs, which in turn might get. AdSense might get that because you're fully monetized. I'm assuming on what YouTube. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. Talk, oh nine. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah we're we're, we're yeah. struggling. We can't YouTube because we we're explicit. We're yeah, it's explicit, hard. So. A lot of censorship laws. I think like yeah. for me doing that, like for me, it's kind of like rooted in my Christian faith. I try to keep everything 
if it's Christ friendly, it's gonna be family friendly. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then it just happens to be advertiser friendly. So, <laughs> yeah, so just, I like that. Just happens. To be yeah, like that smile. You know what I'm saying? But no, I mean you want it cool, right? <laughs> uh, we, we we good a good amount of ours of the person talking trash, so many f bombs. Like mm -hmm. it's no longer Bleak. yeah. So like yeah. no monetization. Now we we know the workarounds and. Mm -hmm. It's good now, but like, mm -hmm. yeah. So I, I feel you. It's easy to get caught up, though. Someone get caught up, and I still don't have the answer. I'm like, why? Oh yeah, okay. You know so it's not just us. You feel it too. Everybody's confused on a lot of levels, you know. Unless you have a YouTube rep, you can get some answers, but even then, they're outsourced. So like, I've had three reps. I don't have one now. They're probably over me. I didn't take any advice. So like, <laughs> I, I sh I, if I had one now, I would though. No, I, I think at the it, time we were smashing it. But, like, now the algorithm changed so much. It's a yeah. lot more difficult now. Like, we still do numbers, but not, you know, there was a season where I didn't do less than two or three mil. Like, th that went on for a few years. Now, we, we, like, we feel like we get a mil, mil, but it's like a slow growth to a mil. It might take two months to get to mm -hmm. a mil. It's a trip. It's and weird. then some go off. But, like, yeah. but then, it's then different. You, it's for everyone, That's though. I, I want a rep. I noticed totally. the, the, the dip on everyone's Everything. Right and I think it has to do with, like, there's no... You know, you wish you knew the reasons, right? But I think you yeah. could say the economy's lower. It's probably less advertiser. They get money off these memberships. Mm -hmm. But I think that's why people got to go. You got to get off the, the AdSense way. Like, AdSense is awesome. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's, it's been great for us. But you got to need your own online community that's paying per month. So you have a more consistent idea of what you're going to make. So you're not relying like, on YouTube so much. We got yeah. a few scares. You know, I reinvested a lot in my business all the time. A few, just keeping it real, like, Despite making seven figures, like sometimes you just scare because that bill spin yeah. <laughs> a little crazy. And then the AdSense is a it's a roller coaster. You know what I mean? Like one month you might, for months you might make over six figures, and you're like, "Ah, we Gucci, this is crazy." Mm -hmm. But then you know, he's like tax return, <laughs> that tax come back. Yeah. We now we we have a ten thousand square foot space with a studio half court. I got employees. It's not cheap. You know what I mean? Oh, that's your guys' actual space that you showed. The the layer twelve, yeah, global Uber layer twelve. Oh, that's you guys. Oh, oh, I, I thought you guys were that. coming to visit. I just, yeah, you got to come check it. Yeah. Okay, because oh, when I see it, that's how you shoot so much content because it's your spot. Yeah, I mean, you pump it out. We we like on site. On site's better because then you get audience, people, trash. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. that's always gonna be our bread and butter. But if we can do a collab, mm -hmm. if I'm gonna break down a move, the beginning of videos, it's the dope. It's our offices too. It's not just the court. So like, yeah, so yeah. that's that's what before we went in here we had a warehouse. But like, oh, this space is where we do. Because on the other end, I do a lot of the weed pod, uh, okay. weed uh, YouTube section. So that's what I do besides the podcast. And we had that like this is a podcast where we talk about stuff that we're trying to get demonetized. Step into that room, say whatever you want. Yeah. And over there's our clothing <laughs> in the warehouse. So it's like sections trying to repurpose, but all under the same like ecosystem, correct? It's dope, yeah. Right. That's mm -hmm. what that's essentially what you guys just place is, right? Exactly, yeah, hundred percent. It's own business. Exactly. It's rentals too. You can rent it. You know, it was a little pricey, but you know, mm -hmm. we got mm -hmm. we got rentals for that. But yeah, I feel you. The AdSense, you know, it's always a little that's tricky. Hard, man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like how how often a video get hemmed up? You're like, what? Yeah, that's like every month. So yeah, yeah, we, we it's did not one cool to rely on. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to rely on. That's that's why branching out, doing your own this, doing your own that, own mm -hmm. business. A question before I forget: You were playing basketball with Woody Harrelson randomly. Is this a white man can't jump two thing? Are you guys no, it wasn't random. It, it wasn't, wasn't random? No, it was a campaign. Well, it was first off, it was awesome. Big shouts out to Woody. He's like a homie. I met him twenty years ago. Okay. I'm actually in the movie Semi Pro. A lot of people don't know that. Wait, stop. <laughs> <laughs> what part? You wouldn't know. So we're actually doing it. It's funny. You bring, I don't even know why we're talking about this. I know what you're talking about, semi-pro. <laughs> I'm actually making a video, of my my secret role in a Will Ferrell movie. Mm. I'm scanning. Yeah, it's crazy. So, 
you would have to watch, you'd have to dissect the movie close, but I actually have like a minute of screen time. You just wouldn't know it's me because I got a 70s wig on. Oh, I box out oh. Will for the game winning, <laughs> game winning shot. I boxed him out. I feel dumb right now. No. See, you were dressed differently. <laughs> yeah. I would remember this. Like Andre 3000 leaves our team to go to the other team, and he, when he walks away, it's my shot right there. I'm like, yeah, oh, it's whack. So Come on. But like nobody knew. Nobody knew because, you know, it's like on the mainstream, like, I just started social. It's too hard. You can't get messages out like that. So. Uh-huh. Well, not even that. Like, you know, I'll be like, oh, in the background of uh, Liar Liar for four seconds as well. Will Arnett. Like, you uh-huh. know me, I'll text you. Yeah. Hey, did you see this? <laughs> so I'm surprised. Yeah, it's a premium extra. It, you know, like there's an extra role who, like you said, it's the background. You pause yeah. it to you see yourself. That's called extra. It was a, uh, I had a premium extra where you're actually like heavy in the scene, heavy face yeah. time, but you don't actually say a line. Mm. I'm just saying I'm surprised I missed it. Gotta be honest. Yeah, so like sure. Woody, we met. And then fast forward, we hadn't seen each other since then. We were trying to get up back in the day to ball. Dude loves the ball. He's super cool. But this was a campaign for his new movie, Champions. Mm-hmm. It's in theaters right now. But he has a basketball movie. And so, like, you know, they just pitched it. And they were like, hey, do you want to do... I get deals all the time that are kind of, like, weird and don't fit. Especially as, like, advertisement of a movie. But this one, he's like, hey, works. Woody has a basketball movie. He's thinking about doing a collab with you. Do you want to... I'm like... Uh, absolutely. It's for what? Uh, I don't care. Like, let's uh-huh. do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. So we're advertising this movie. It's a YouTube vid. I think you probably saw the Instagram little snippets yeah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I got shown moves, and he's like, oh, I remember you from back in the day. That's crazy. Like, he was showing a lot of love. It was dope. That's legendary. That's so, so yeah, because we were just talking about this White Man Can't Jump 2 is coming out. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, oh. Oh, it was crazy. Is that why this is happening? Because I figured, like, oh, basketball. But he's got two basketball movies coming out. Mm. No, he's. I don't even know if he's in it, though. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure. I didn't oh, even ask. Oh, you might him. just be like directing. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I wasn't actually allowed. I was only allowed one question outside of the movie. Oh. Are you messing with me or no? No, I mean his his PR. Oh. You know he was actually cool. I think I could ask him anything, and we yeah. strayed a little bit to bring it back to the movie. Wait, you're talking about on film? You're only allowed. Yeah. So like. Oh, that you meant like in person? Like you can only ask me one thing. Well, no, me. they were. I mean, I only saw him on camera. We if we were cut, it was for like five minutes. You know what I'm saying? So gotcha. like. He came, we filmed it, he left. You know, he's busy, he's doing a whole press run for... I totally in, understand. In, in Beverly Hills, yeah. in some rented house, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so I was only allowed one question away from the movie, um, and I just asked him if he had memorable moments from any of his basketball movies, uh, White Man Can't Jump, Champion, Semi-Pro, and he had this dope story from White Man Can't Jump, so that was really cool, but... Yeah, it's funny, we should have had the combo. even my cousin, he was like, you didn't even say, like, you're like, you're the White Man Can't Jump... In real life, yeah. like I was like, you didn't even discuss it. I was like, yeah, I, I didn't know how to say it. So, I mean, what am I gonna say? I'm the uh-huh. real you. Like, yeah, <laughs> <it's real. laughs> no, that's that's insane. We gotta get to a level one day. We go, hey, when these guys get here, tell them they got a question and a half. Uh huh. Right, that's all they can yeah, say. That's hilarious. Right, it's got to be toy about toys or, they don't or cartoons. Want people just like you know what it is though. Like, <laughs> you can make somebody look bad real easy, right? You say one mm. thing that's a little off kilter, and mm-hmm. next thing you know, the the whole narrative of that shoot was about that one thing. It's not mm-hmm. even about the movie anymore. So yeah. I, I get the okay, sensitivity. I okay. think there's balance though. I think they tried to button it up super tight. Yeah. When we got there, Woody was super cool. I think it could ask me. Yeah, <laughs> I could yeah. ask him anything, but, uh-huh. but you know, wild. What he a knew team. it was about champions. It was yeah. a team to have. Yeah, for real. Yeah. That's Damn, it's like, tight shit. Yeah, it's, it's buttoned up, dude. Especially Damn. at an A-list level, though. Think about mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah, he's been famous for forty years. Yeah, I mean, and there's levels, right? Like, he at one point he was an A-plus star. He's probably like A or B now. Like, look at Adam Sandler, he's an mm-hmm. A-plus superstar. So anything you do is under the 
the microscope. Like, mm-hmm. for me, I could come out on a video say I'm dating. I did it. I did, like, a date video. Don't know why you care. Like, yeah. It wasn't even a story. People actually probably didn't even believe I was dating. You know, whatever. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. it's not, nobody cares. Nobody gives a rat's A because I'm not, like, a A-list celebrity. So, uh-huh. so you got to be, you got to be protective, you know? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Now, you got to play with, Adam Sandler's his favorite person on earth. Oh, really? It's a true he's a great guy. Like, true story. You got to play with him too, right? Oh, dude. Yeah. And he's like a huge fan of mine. I was like, oh, what? Shit. He's into basketball heavy, man. Yeah, I like. Think you have to respect fools that are good at yeah. basketball. Yeah. yeah. He's he's such a he's such a great guy, though. Like, I didn't even know this. You know, like I see his movie, like, you know, I think everybody's seen more than half of his movies, right? If, yeah. if not, if I think so. Every American at least, man. I've definitely yeah. seen over 50%. I'm not gonna say I saw them all, but I've seen over 50%. And then when I met him, I went back, probably watched them all, but mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, hits me up out of the blue. Actually, sorry, we had a mutual friend. This one guy, uh, shout out to Joe Vesey. He was like an and one supporter back in the day. And um, we, we just go way back. We always stayed up. But he hit me one day on Facebook Messenger like, yo, uh, you around this afternoon? I was like, oh, it was good. He's like, Adam wants to talk to you. And I was like, who the hell is Adam? You know what I'm saying? He's like, Adam Sandler. And I was like, I was like the Adam Sandler wants to talk? He's like, yeah, you're around at two. And I'm like, well, so I go to dude's page. and said he worked for Happy Madison. Uh-uh. And we got a, this dude was good at, Joe, Joe was like real talented. So he's, he could work for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, let's get it. So I'm thinking like, it's rep going to call me or it'll be something weird, right? I mean, there's no way he's going to hit me. But sure enough, so the, the ID, Adam Sandler, <laughs> he picked up, talked for like an hour. About basketball? Everything. Oh, okay. I was like, damn it. I mean, move, moving to LA and one. Uh, basketball, he says, seen all my, he said, there's not one YouTube video he missed. Nice. Uh, wow. He's like, I watch him late at night when I'm bored, man. And, go, and, and, uh, he's, and then he tells me about Hustle. He's like, I'm doing this basketball movie in a couple, a year or two, and love to write you a part. And I'm just like, what? Hey, let's get it. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like, I was thinking he's actually just being nice. Like yeah. maybe he was a supporter. He just wanted to touch base. The movie was like flow. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. Hollywood do that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of empty promises or whatever, but I didn't even care. I was like, mm-hmm. this, the phone call was great. Like, <laughs> you're dope. Wow. So, yeah, sure enough, fast forward a year, year and a half, two years or whatever, they hit me. It's like, you want this role or whatever? Oh, of course. It's seen in New York, correct? That was Philly. filmed in New York? It was Philly? Yeah, it's Philly. It's like, oh. There's a dope-ass court in Philly right across from the cheesesteaks. It's like Pat right on the corner. Yeah. Yeah. See, because I was in New York, I'm like, is this the same spot? Remember I told you there was like a game and there was... 30 fools standing outside like a cage in New York watching mm. this street. It reminded me of some man one It was probably 4th mm. Street. I don't know, but I was in West New York just, just randomly yeah. walking. I remember and that. It, there was a good 100 people outside, mm. man, watching this game. There was a scoreboard. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that a lot of corners in yeah. New York. I mean, street ball's culture in New York. That's why it started there. You know what yeah, I mean? He's played there. Like, I'm from North, mid-Central California. Right. They all look it's the same, though. It's hot and... There's a few basketball players, like, that's it. But yeah. where you guys are from, the East Coast, or where you grew up traveling, i never seen street ball like that in my life. Nobody could dunk. No. <laughs> what the hell? Nobody's going to dunk in That's all right. small town. Yeah, we had one dude. We had, like, one, one dude in my high school uh-huh. dunk. He yeah. was, like, the man just because he yeah. dunked yeah. once. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, a whole, like, a whack dunk. Once. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's, but that was A1, right? A1 was, uh, they introduced street ball to the, to the world because yeah. it, was, it was Chicago, New York, D.C., Maybe a little in Miami and Atlanta, not much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. street ball wasn't really out there like that. So, mm-hmm. so question, because you, we've talked about this before. I, I, I used to, I told you, I just study and want to dribble my ass off. And as soon as I shake somebody, I'll pass it. You score. Don't make me look stupid, fool. I just did all that. You better score. <laughs> you know, that was my plan. Like, <laughs> make someone do this. And I go, oh, yeah, I'm 
pass uh-huh. it. So I've gotten elbowed. I've gotten awesome. near fights. Because I'm the short fat kid, and you get sh- shook by the short fat kid, you feel stupid, right? That's a lit, though. Right? Man. But you get shook by the small <laughs> white kid, you're like, oh, hell no. Yeah. I've gotten mad elbows, so many fights, mm. so many random things. Yeah. How have you controlled this in your life? Because I know you shake one fool that has a very bad ego, and it is a full-on fist fight. Yeah. Dodge, you better duck immediately and yeah. swing because the art to embarrassing somebody. Oh, it, it's an art. <laughs> Getting someone one two heels like it is the old. You might as well just went. That's the equivalent. Yeah. I feel like some people. So, how have you dodged this? Do you have any stories of of this the first time and or how do you deal with this man? Yeah, you're the like, youngest. Yeah, no. Um, well, first off, more than half the games we maybe eighty percent of the games we play, we get in some sort of a fight, like a verbal altercation. And you know, it's just because because it's street ball, you got no ref, right? And I'm a featherweight, mm-hmm. so the hardest thing is like everybody's just gra- they're grabbing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When you go by, and that's that's hard to deal with, but mm-hmm. like you know, you figure it out. But so we go and get a verbal thing over that. I got to make a big deal out of it. There's no ref, so I don't yeah. say nothing. They're just gonna do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's that whole thing. But then, you know, I think like a lot of it is you get you if you give respect, you tend to get respect. So I try to do, I try to approach that park out of love, try to big up everybody, you know, and do what I do. It doesn't always go. Your slight smile great. tells me like, I mean, I've shook some fools into yeah. fights. Yeah. So, well, one, one in particular was number one on ESPN. It was like 2014 or 2015. We played a, a team in the CBA, you know, that's like China's NBA, right? When NBA player goes playing China, they play in the CBA. Okay. So we played a real CBA game, a, a pre or just like, it was with Ball Up. It was kind of like an attempt at the second coming of Anwen, but like no one knew Ball Up. So like in China, they just thought they were playing an exhibition U.S. team, right? But we were under mm-hmm. real real rules. So play a CBA game. But I, like I, the way I play street ball, I'd like – some people say I care. Like I don't really care. If I have carries, they're like arguable carries, right? Mm-hmm. My one or two moves a blatant carry, right? One, mm-hmm. one or two, but like – Little pause. Yeah. yeah. Like we, but I keep the lead. I play in the CBA game, get called for no carries, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But I was all street ball. So I came down and shook a dude. He slipped though. Slipped. Like did the splits and touched mm-hmm. earth. <laughs> Crowd lost it, right? Before that, I got in a couple buckets. And mind you, again, I look like an underdog, right? Dude's 6'4. I'm my height. So I'm 5'10. So all the momentum was on our side. And when he fell, it was over. Like now that the, they're home crowd rooting for us. <laughs> so he's pissed, right? Then I, and mind you, they don't speak English. They don't know Anwan. They don't know street ball. Dude's 22. He don't know none, right? Mm-hmm. So I came down the next play and I was like, I'm a really saucy now. I had the triple threat. I threw it all dude's face, right? I was trying no. to go, I was trying to go heezy to legs, right? But like a tap, you know, because if you do the heezy right, it's, it's it doesn't it's hurt. Innocent. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to do it like this close, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You, you tap, they're gonna be pissed off. That's when you go yeah. legs, you know what I'm saying? Mm, combo. So I did it. He mo- he moved his head. I'm like, who moves their head? <laughs> Usually you swing at it or yeah. like, you know he what I'm saying? He dodged it. He like he like went, he gave it like this. So it hit the side of his head, and then I wasn't smooth. I'm like fumbling to get it back. But I think he thought like I just disrespected him. So he got pissed. He grabbed me and he like he like threw me five feet or six feet. Like picked Damn. me up and threw me. He wanted to like do something worse, but I'm sure he second thoughts came in. So. Uh, both benches cleared. Oh. It went crazy. I didn't even upload on YouTube for another year because I didn't. Tr- I just got the footage late. Like somehow that footage got leaked on a Chinese, like the, one of their versions of YouTube or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I found some ripping software to rip it. <laughs> got it, re-edited ours. Because you can't speak Chinese, you can't get clearance on that. Like uh-huh. screw it, we'll figure it out later. Yeah. You, you didn't clear it with me, yeah. so I uploaded on YouTube <laughs> a year later. 
number one on ESPN that night. Oh, no. But, oh, it was awesome. But I, I knew the the fight after the Heezy is going crazy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's still on my YouTube channel. I got like 10 million views uh, or something. We talked about this recently. The off the face is a very thin line of like, is this going to be a fight? Yeah, you normally got to be friends yeah, with the dude. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe if I know you. Well, you got to pick right. and choose your battles, and then you got to, like, do it right, too. Like, yeah. I've done it wrong, I'm not going to lie. Like, if I have did it wrong, super di- like, luckily, it was a huge audience in there, so mm. you all fight, clearing yeah. the, like I said, clearing the benches yeah. or whatever, but I don't always do it. Like, I, like there's the roll, there's the polite one. That's the one I show Woody. I say, you know, you could roll roll off the, off the easy, you know what I'm saying? Because mm. if not, he's going to try it the first yeah. time and oh, smack him in the face. Breaks yeah. up his nose. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to be accountable. So, yeah, you got to pick and choose your battles. And then, honestly, like I said, if you go in there and give him respect, and then, like, now when we shoot, we got three angles, three security guards. Mm-hmm. There's a whole crew. So, like, you, you, you stepped in there, you know what we're trying yeah. to do. So Yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, like, referring to... Back in the day, it's way worse. Yeah. Hey, back in the day, I, we had some all, heezies that got real. Because oh, yeah. you're a high school kid, you can't discern like when is a good no. time, when's a bad time. You know? no, no, not at all. Yeah. Off the foot, that one was, that's a little less. The foot, uh, that's a hard foot. one. It I don't is, even do that it's today. It's always so, it's unless you converse. A lot of room for error. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The hardest one's got to be where you like, you're dribbling and you throw it up over your head and pretend like you're still dribbling. Oh, you got back. eye contact and they don't realize it's up over their head it's now. You know, I'll be honest, I did it a couple times. But I never mastered that. That was hot sauce. Yeah, 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 That was hot sauce genius. There were certain ones, certain moves back in the day were so signature to players. You just Mm. let them, like, that's their thing. But we all, that's why sometimes it's a false narrative. Like, I stole and one player, like, whether it's hot sauce or somebody back in the day, I stole their style. But it's like, in that era, every every single player guard on the team Mm. did off the heezy, off the backboard, between the legs. Sham God. The shan- spins, you know what I'm saying? There was like a core of a lot of moves, but yeah. that one in particular, I think none of us could do it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe now, I actually want to bring it back. Uh-huh. But like I never mastered that joint. That was crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nah. What? Now, switch it up here just because I got to know. Yeah. From back then when you first go on tour up mm-hmm. through now, what are you listening to music-wise? Oh, music-wise? Uh, it's funny because now I'm like an OG, like... <laughs> like 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 if you ask me like what came out this mo- I have no clue yeah. you know what I mean yeah, I have no clue <laughs> same with it so like if I listen to music it'll be from the eighties nineties early two thousands and then like obviously sprinkled in you know just Drake or Lil Wayne or J- Jay Z drop some you, you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I, you know Lil Baby's the hottest in the game so you're gonna hear that. Mm-hmm. But like, if I personally get motivated, I I'm like I might listen to Michael Jackson. I got I'm like nice. old school, you know mm-hmm. what I mean or like. I try to listen to something that's a little cleaner too, because like you get older, I'm not even on that wave, the same yeah. wave you were when you were young. Totally so yeah. like hardcore rap, something that might get me hyped or motivated before a sporting event, but I don't always want to hear it. So it might be like some R and B, something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. just depends. Like Christian, some Christian artists like Lecrae, listen. Mm-hmm. So it just depends. Are you super religious? Like very <laughs> Christian? Because I keep hearing yeah. it. Because I heard you you say A instead of ask. I'm like oh, maybe you might be religious. Because mm-hmm. I didn't even ask. Yeah. you don't smoke at all. No, I never smoked in my life, no. Funny enough, yeah. Damn, out of yeah. all your tours and all your I never playground. <laughs> where's this, where's that do- the documentary of your life? Bro. Where this fool's just it's on the way, clean, bro. just like. <laughs> no, but see, I came to faith in 2011, though. Actually, it escalates funeral, believe it or not. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm Christian, but like when you say, I think you have an outside viewpoint. I don't even, I don't think there's levels of religion. Well, no. my uh, my fiance. I know her, what you mean, though. Like, her, both sides, grandparents are pastors. She grew up next door to the church. She wasn't allowed to watch Simpsons until we started dating type mm. of thing. So she's a, uh, when I say, oh, you're, you're very religious, but 
Yeah, they they are very religious. Uh-huh. There's six days a week at church. Mm-hmm. Like, so well, that's so when I hear that, I'm like, oh my god, people grow up like this. Yeah. That's intense. Because I mean, for me, it's like, like it's just this is life. Like it's not even about going to church a number. You know, you have mm-hmm. a relationship with like Christian faith really believes the Bible is 100 percent the word. You can uh-huh. have a real relationship with yeah. God. Mm-hmm. I'm I mean I'm sold out. I believe it. You know what I mean? But. It's more about like the it's relational. You want to be obedient to honor God. So like as far as the levels, we all are horrible. We fall super short. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I'm making mm-hmm. strives to be Christ-like. You know what I'm saying? But like as far as like on the super, it's hard when you're raised in it because your parents got rules based on the. So it's like you're forced. It's hard to yes. truly find God like that. The pastor's kid. That's mm-hmm. a tough one because yeah. like you're gonna know it all, but it's it's like forced on mm-hmm. you. Like me, I don't know nothing about Christianity. I mean. I think my parents would identify, they identify as Christian, you know what I mean? And we had a good upbringing. They put me in a Christian preschool, Christian senior, you know, senior year at a private school. But like, I didn't know nothing about Christ mm-hmm. for real, other than a prayer before dinner. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? So yeah. like finding it in my yeah. adult life, it's so much more clear exactly. than that pastor's mm-hmm. or that, grand, like you said, the granddaughter of the Yeah, it's a choice you're supposed to make later in life once you understand. Yeah, well, even though know it's more real, too. Not that it can't mm-hmm. be real if you're a youth. So I know some people who came to Christ in their high school, if mm-hmm. they're 50 years old now, and it worked. But yeah. that's, that's more rare, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got to own it in your adult age to make a conscious decision to say I'm serious. It wasn't just my family, right? A lot of people are just... Yeah. They're in the faith by affiliation of family, which mm-hmm. biblically, that ain't even true faith. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like... If you don't, if you don't like, you didn't choose this. Ask for forgiveness of Christ and proclaim His Savior and really like live that life. Then it's it's not biblically. You're not actually Christian. Mm. So so I think about it. How much yeah. can you do if you're just doing it? Well, mom's Christian. It's like yeah. it ain't even rooted in truth. It's rooted in mom said or dad's. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So it's I different. Get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I view it though. That's really interesting. Yeah. I've never heard anybody have that kind of story around religion. Yeah, and I think a lot of, and it's calm. Like, if you were in the Christian, it's, just, it's one-on-one. But, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people are scared. You know what I'm saying? They're scared of the rejection that it comes with. Or, like, yeah, a lot of people are just mm-hmm. scared to be themselves in general. Forget yeah. the fate, right? You just, people will put a front all the mm-hmm. time. So I think people aren't as bold. They don't really say their beliefs. And there's so many misunderstandings, right? Like, when he, you know, like, like an outsider viewpoint, you say it, it's like, I get it because I was on that so, you know what I'm saying? I viewed mm-hmm. it like that too. I thought like, well, Jesus like Santa, right? Like, yeah. you know no, I yeah. remember like I no, my senior I high school. It. I remember I asked a dude, and he came from a Christian upbringing, and we were at a Bible class, and I was like, I was like, is Jesus actually real? You know what I'm saying? I asked him, and he goes, I think so. And I was like, oh. and I was like, oh, cool. Right. Like, I guess it works for some folks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, was, that was as much as I ever really thought into it mm-hmm. at that mm-hmm. time. You know? Okay. So yeah, that was the thing. Like, <laughs> wow, that 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 bus. Must have been wild as hell. Yeah, well, I wasn't Christian. No, no, it was after this after and one. So no, oh. I was. I'm saying I for not smoking. I not, didn't do drugs. Yeah. I was scared of it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? My parents are like, "Don't do drugs. You'll end up." Your parents mm-hmm. did the right thing. My parents were amazing. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Like, like, the oh, peer you know pressure what? had to be off the chain. That's what yeah, it was, saying. and I succumbed to it though. That's the thing. I wasn't like holy on the tour. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. had match. I had a ch- I had two, three girlfriends in every city and every mm-hmm. nation and every. <laughs> you were going crazy. Already, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah. Like we went crazy. Well, that's what we always thought of. Like I drank. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> he must be loving life. Did, yeah. you, did you feel? Because like when I was a freshman, <laughs> yeah. I knew I was the bottom man on the totem pole. I was the frailest. I was the shortest. I was the youngest. I was. Did you feel like after? Like a short amount of time, you were walking around with their respect, or were you always like, "I'm the guy that got picked up on tour. They're the originals. Like I'm the young kid." Mm-hmm. Did it feel like one? Yeah, I think like a combination of both. Like, 
Hot Sauce is 10 years older than I am. Mm. You know, main event is even more than 10 years older than I am. So, like, Half Man was in his mid-30s when I was 18. Oh. So I felt like I was a kid with adults. Yeah. But it was yeah. cool because, like, Escalade was, like, my, my mentor. He took me under his wing. And I think he was five years older or something like that. You know what I mean? But he took me under his wing, later just became my friend. So I think it started off, I felt like a kid with adults. I think over time I earned their respect, and then we felt like peers and, like, friends. And, um, yeah, so it's like I got the respect, but I always did feel like I was with older cats. I go hang out with my kids at... You know, that I grew up with, and they, they seem young because it's like I'm with adults. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't have a car payment full Full timing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get it. You know, you're going 18, it's like that whole, mm-hmm. like Michael Jackson, right? He always felt like he never got a childhood. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel that way because I got, you know, I was 18. But like at the same time, it's you thwarted into adulthood yeah. a lot quicker. And honestly, influence for the work. You know, was, I, like I said, we had the girlfriends, we party crazy. The tour is a movie. It was, yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was top of the culture, A-list. I'm so mm-hmm. happy to hear it's everything I thought yeah. it was. As a kid, uh, like, man, I hope that bus <laughs> is nuts when those cameras go. Like, you know, yeah, and I you know, the shit. a lot of learning lessons, though, too. You know, it's like, because even in the faith, you could say, like, some people outsider might be like, do you regret the get down? It's like, yeah, you know, you could have went, went about things. It was pretty reckless, you know what I'm saying? Like, looking on several kids, right? We could have, you know, could have done it a lot better. But you, you got to learn, too. Sometimes you got to have a rough past so you can, like, Tighten up and learn life for the. F- yeah. So I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, it was what, great. what was the night like after the MSG shot? For our fans that don't know, when you come down and see uh. Madison Square Garden, Mecca of all basketball, mm-hmm. come down, game winner, half court, all the confidence in the world, yeah. place goes crazy. <laughs> What's that night like? Uh, you know, not what you, th- you know, so like in 03, I was trying out, like I didn't even hang with the players. You know, I, hung, I maybe I hung with hot sauce a little bit, got some combos with Escalade here. AO just want to clown all, he was clowning me all day, a headache uh-huh. and them clowning, you know what I mean? They're making me do the rookie stuff. So, uh, what is that? I probably go back, go grab a bite, go to my oh, hotel room, start calling home. I call my family. Uh, yeah. I don't even think, I don't think I even hung out. None. Mm. When, when in New York, I'll stay somewhere in Manhattan, just mm. calling the homies. Like, Was that like, <laughs> that had to feel special, like that had to be just like a special moment in your career. Yeah. Would you say, does that like stand out as the top of the top? Uh, yeah, top three, top five, something like that, for mm. sure. Because that, that's what won me the contract. I mean, I think I had to play good the next three games. To, to win the contract, our next two games. I think we went to Philly, and then we did it in the hood in Linden. That's where I got my contract. Mm-hmm. But that kind of, like, solidified it. But even if I didn't win the contract, I never thought I was supposed to win the contract. I actually felt like I didn't deserve it. Because, like, Helicopter and Spider, two uh-huh. of the best athletes I've still ever seen to this day. Mm. I mean, this dude, Spider was, like, shorter than me. He's, like, like a half inch shorter than me. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, windmill, three, any dunk you ever <laughs> seen, he can do it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's crazy what an yeah. athlete, they don't even need to warm up. And then we play in the open run. This dude, he like, 12 dunks at 5'9". He had 12 <laughs> dunks. I didn't even know God made people that. <laughs> I had to, like, look at the hoop myself and be like, am I looking at this wrong? Maybe I can bang it. You know? uh-huh. So, and then helicopter, like, arguably a better dunker than him. Like, he was 6'1". Real so, power dunker, yeah. So did I think I deserved the contract? Like, now looking back on it, like, I think my impact was greater, but they were actually better Impacts. players. They are yeah. better players, you know. Like, if I, play, if I run ones... I'm getting beat. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. It's not even a debate. I might get a game, but not even. It would have been tough. So, but I think, like, 
I had a good all-around game, right? We had mm -hmm. the lobs, we could yeah. shoot, you know, And you're bringing flash. people in there. It's ankles, too. Yeah. Ankles yeah. is more marketable than dunks. Yeah. I think it always has Because it was all about the highlight reel, really, I mean. Yeah, what well, we sold and one was, like, Skip and Hot Sauce and AO, you know, when Volume 3 came and mm -hmm. the move, the move, the, the, the dunks are forever marketable, but the, the moves is, like, more marketable. So I think that weighed in. Obviously, I was white, a super underdog. And you were just, you look like a child. Yeah, man. but, like, if they yeah. gave it to Spider a helicopter, I'm You like, wouldn't have been mad at it. Respect, yeah. man, this yeah. was incredible. Incredible. I lived yeah, my yeah. dream. Yeah. My dream would look if I would have went home after three cities, got a couple moves and buckets. So sick. Still stoked. Maybe one city. Yeah. <laughs> you got on. Yeah, really. It was <laughs> like the year before that. People don't even know this. I actually played against San Juan the year before. They had open runs, but they didn't do a con. They didn't do an on the bus contest. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was just to get people to play them. So I tried out. I played against Sick with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I only got one move off the, the whole night. The year before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the year before. So and I was superstar for a year just off that. So like you gotta think. To, I never oh, thought. Oh, you had some confidence. Well, yeah, I was confident. Like when I played, I forget about everything. I just zone yeah. out. I don't have no expectations. But I know like, like helicopter and spider. Like we're winning this. I've already played in games. I already know. They already knew the players. Mm -hmm. Helicopter's yeah. kind of out of out of nowhere. He played D one. He won the dunk contest in the D one. Spider played on a whole tour with Hot Sauce and Mark mm -hmm. Mark Edwards his manager. Later was minor manager. But they had familiarity. They're there to win. I was there. I'm like. Yeah. Happy to I'm be just here. happy to be here, bro. Yeah, like, is it okay? Be here. Is it okay if I'm, I'm here? Good? I'm good here. Seriously. Can I sit down right here? The dude's yeah. special. Like, the athleticism, well, special. I got a question for you about that. <laughs> Have you ever in your career seen a 36-year-old flat-footed white dude go from not being able to jump to training, jump training himself into being able to dunk? Oh, you just described Do yourself. Do you think like, this well, is who? possible? Like, well, you already you played saying? ball. Yeah. I'm training to run a marathon right now. Once I get past the marathon, I want to I wanna be like, in six months, I'm going to do this jump training program. It claims that it can... I think it comes down to, like, so if you jump and you try to touch the rim, how close are you? Pretty far. Like, you, can you touch the bottom of the net? Oh, yeah. I'm, up in, I'm all up in the net. Pretty far. Okay, so, yeah. you're mid, so you're about six inches away. You get it? I think, I think so. it'll be hard. I think you definitely can improve your vertical. You can forever improve your vertical. It's just, like, the older you get, the more maintenance you have to have. And it's not just hit the weight there's so much more to it right it's yeah. like you need functional movement training mm -hmm. you need to open your hips up with mad stretching you need a uh, therapy if you had past injuries yeah you were some scar tissue mm -hmm. so it's kind of a lot to yeah. it but could you could you see here's the thing if you're six if you're six inches from the rim you need nine Another inches six. you need yeah, you need 10 to dunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, because you gotta get your hand you can't dunk right here like i remember for a long time i get i get here on the rim but mm. it wasn't until I got here I could actually dunk. Mm. And that's only a palm in the dunk. ball. Oh, and when I dunked, I dunked a couple. You dunked? Later, in later years, I'd like, you know, the, mm. the white guy But dunked. they weren't yeah. from half <laughs> course where you're thinking, yeah, where yeah. Space Jam dunks. Like, you uh, could dunk? They were the, uh, <laughs> come up and yeah, yeah, dunk it. I think everybody's, everybody's body is different, too. Like, if you're overweight, who knows? That might be a game yeah. changer. Shed that oh, weight. For sure. You might be jumping just off that. And yeah, then, totally. then you got to gain the muscle in your legs, so... It's not impossible, but it's yeah. like it hard. You broke it down. If you told me you were touching the rim, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, absolutely." Yeah, you yeah. just gotta be disciplined. No, I'm not touching the rim. I got, I got discipline now. <laughs> Did, you okay. <laughs> Did you hear the breakdown? Yeah. The old you get, the more maintenance, scar yeah. tissue. No. But I would so be like, "Yo, get those, uh, those those jumper shoes." Uh -huh. Remember that when we were younger? It's not bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> see, those? that's when they thought that that was that based was... off the theory that it all came from your calf, calf. With jumping, yeah. but the, the yeah. jumping comes from your core. Mm. You know, like. Jumping comes from your core. Oh, jumping is, is your core. Said. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the highest jumpers ever got no calf, no at. They're just they're they're slender like me, but they're like mm -hmm. super yoked. Out. They're, they're their core is crazy naturally gotcha. hard, and then there's not that. an inch of fat. 
and then their their muscles are dense, so they just got ultra spur. See, that's why I can't do backflips, man. It's like, <laughs> my core. Yeah, yeah. It's not your fault, man. You also yeah. need to strengthen that core. You good? <laughs> Watch me just stay fat. I just get abs. I could do flips. Yeah, mine was the dunk. His was the backflip off the uh, porch. I'll be able to do a backflip like, we one day, man. Last we'll see. We'll just we'll, we'll get <laughs> that it. Flip thing. is different. Yeah, like I'm gonna land like Terminator, like helicopter. You can just do a backflip for no mm. reason. Spider too. They just, backflipping is just part of their childhood. Yeah. Well, I never can do that. <laughs> we we asked Matt Barnes when he was here. This was kind of shocking to us. We kind of touched on this a little bit. How many amazing basketball movies there are? We want to see if I can yeah. rattle off a couple and see if we can get some of your favorites here. Sure. He got game, loving basketball, above the rim, basketball diaries, Coach Carter, White Man Can't Jump, Six Man, Space Jam, Celtic Pride, Hoosiers, Hoop Dreams. Space Jam 1. So many classic movies. I love them. You know, but you said there's a lot of great, I feel like they're all very nostalgic and we love them for that. Mm. I don't think there's a lot of great, personally, I don't think there's a lot of great movies. Damn, you kind of mm. said that really well. Shit. It's all good. As it's you the say nostalgia. It, yeah. It is. I, I'm trying to I still to... love them, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. It had, is the nostalgia that makes you think. Great. For me, it's He Got Game, followed by yeah. Love and Basketball, probably. Those are good. Above the Rim was always my favorite. Yeah. Uh, Above the Rim, because it was a street ball movie, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I didn't even see it till I was in my 20s, funny mm -hmm. enough. I'm from a white kid from Oregon. I didn't even mm -hmm. make it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, me I remember reading something. Like, there wasn't even barely a marketing push behind that movie. Like, like, like White Man Can't Jump was way bigger in the box office, but it was because it had a, a way bigger marketing push, bigger stars. Which is funny now, yeah. right? Tupac was in the... Yeah. <laughs> now, nowadays, it would have been berserk, you know what I mean? But I didn't see it until I was in my 20s, so I freaking loved it because I'm like, it's like I won the movie, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I liked Above the Rim, and I think Hoop Dreams, though, mm -hmm. which Hoop Dreams is more of a doc. Yeah, it's not necessarily a, a movie, but like as far as the inspiration for me coming up, mm -hmm. it was huge. Big shout-out to Arthur Agee and uh, William Gates. I was actually mm -hmm. on their podcast. We, we became friends, played against Arthur Agee in like... 07 in a celebrity game. Wow. And we were like, cool. So we've always crossed paths over the years. Oh, that's sick. But, that's uh, like the only book I read in middle school. Yeah. Really? I, damn near school. Like, oh, that's I, hard. I didn't even know it was a book. We read Hoop Dreams for every book report. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a Hoop, yeah. Hoop Dreams book. That's crazy. But I watched that movie more than 20 times for sure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think Above the Rim and Hoop Dreams are my two favorite. But I love, like you said, He Got Game. and mm -hmm. White Man Can't Jump. I just like the California vibe and the 90s exactly. gear. And, uh, you know, Woody is a great actor, so it's dope. Uh -huh. Favorite shoe of all time? Favorite shoe of all time? Just uh, kind of hit me right now. I'll go old school and new school because, like, the shoes have come a long way, so you like they that. don't match mm -hmm. up, right? But, like, back in the day, the Tai Chi, you know, senior year, I'm yeah. rocking. I'm rocking Vince Carter. The Tai Chi. As far as looks, though, that, that Jordan 11 was mm -hmm. special. But it, oh, so you're, uh, and it was a great ball shoe. When it came out, it was a hoop shoe, even mm -hmm. though, like, now I can't imagine playing in it. So I'm saying I'm saying three though. The, for the new school though, the, the Kobe Five Proto, you can't. It's like the greatest basketball shoe of all time. I mean, I'm not gonna question you. You know if it's gonna be the greatest <laughs> basketball shoe. That's coming out. The Kobe Five Proto. No, no, no Kobe Five. It came out. Okay. as Fifth shoe, say, right? Okay. Kobe well, Five. But, Proto but everybody wears them today. So like they had the, the Kobe Five back in the day. Yeah. But they redropped them like in the last. He, I think he was still playing. It came back out with the proto. It was like the prototypes that never made it. Gotcha. And it was like a little bit better made. It was like new technology, some new color. It has like that, that Bruce Lee one with the black and yellow. It has the red swoop. You've seen it. Mm -hmm. Everybody in NBA wears it. Like, oh, Ted, like right now. The Bruce Lee thing really helped, actually. With I the black and yellow suit. Yeah. Like, I have a hard time not hooping in some Kobe's today just because the, the, the elevation of the performance is crazy. They took notes from soccer. And then, like, it was a myth. You know, you can't hoop in low tops. Mm -hmm. I was on that myth up until even five years, not even that long ago. So I started mm -hmm. hooping in Kobe's like, very recent. Tell the difference? 
oh my gosh, like the fact I wasn't hooping in Kobe's even in the last like 10, 12 years, it's kind of crazy. Like such a good hoop shoe. It's mm. unbelievable. Kobe five, six, eights, they're all, they're all like insane. Do your feet hurt way more if you go play on concrete versus playing in a gym? Do you notice that? You know, it's funny. I only hoop out. I very rarely hoop in an indoor gym nowadays. Really? I have my own place. You know what I mean? My half court. Uh, I think it's the same. We can get toward 40. Like, if I play, I got to chill for three days. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, really? I'm, like I'm freaking beat. It don't matter <laughs> well, how much training I do. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so hard. much on the feet. But, like, it has to do with the quality of shoes, though, too. If I get some good shoes, I think I'll be all right. Like, I don't really think about my feet as much. My body's zapped, though. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, but, I mean, it is hard, it's harder on your body to play outside. It helps for me because I'm not a jumper. You know, I rarely slap the backboard on a yeah, yeah. That's not even in my mind. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I'm doing scoops and... You know, I'm trying to just break you off so I can shoot an easy layup or, or floaters. You, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Floaters. And I don't shoulder people to the, so I don't really like hit the deck as much. Like the ball, I'm not diving on it. There's no, like, <laughs> now there's <laughs> zero chance. <laughs> I'm barely playing defense. I'm trying to beat you on offense. <laughs> all right, this all makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to pick your battles, right? If you, yeah. you diving on the pavement at 40, uh -huh. good luck. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I already get injured as is, like every few months. So like, mm -hmm. I'm just trying yeah. to stay healthy. Yeah, well, man. Um, <laughs> oh, completely just based on what I was going to say. I had a question for the last five minutes. Yeah. Damn we, it, Mark. We appreciate your fight. You were fighting through injuries just getting here. Hard to stay healthy. I had the Achilles 2019, mm -hmm. Achilles tear. Covered 100% though, and like I've done therapy ever since then. I never stopped doing therapy because, like, if you want to play at a high level, that Achilles tear will always develop scar tissue and it always is weaker, you know what I mean? So, you gotta you gotta stay oh, on it, got it for everything. Just remember, what's wow. up, Bert? What up? Do you guys ever film something? Because you, I, I, you guys challenge, and sometimes I just laugh at the fools. That, I love it when you know when a video starts, you're like, oh, he doesn't know who this is. Okay, this is going to be really great. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever post, not post something? Has anybody ever just lost their mind where you just don't post it? Because I've seen some where people get visibly upset at you. Oh, yeah. And I've seen it. And that yeah. kind of goes back to, dude, one cross could get you swung on. Mm -hmm. So do you ever have something like, I'm not posting this. This is just you this got guy too got butthurt. Yeah, I got went nuts. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you it have, held right? On. We've held, well, the thing is, we only... We don't post everything, right? I mean, we, like I said, if it's Patreon or YouTube membership, you don't get a lot. You know what I mean? I think like, so yeah, the answer is yes. You know, okay. people gotten upset or, or I was a bad sport too. You know, I got in a fight before, you know what I'm saying? I was like, ah, we're not going to go there. But I think that one thing I learned too in this game, if you're not in the NBA or college, if you're trying to brand out as a hooper, like YouTube, I was, like I'm the first YouTube hooper. So I had to learn this mm. as I went, but you got to think like an entertainer, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, should, you should be branding the best version of yourself, you know? Like, I see a lot of YouTube hoopers now, they put out a game that, like, they get their ass busted. It's like, well, why is it on your channel? Like, you, no. you think Michael Jackson going <laughs> to post his performance where he slipped? You know it's happened. Of course. And now it's on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. You can't, everything comes out. But, like, uh, yeah, so I think more like an entertainer, less like a hooper. But I do think, like, you need to be somewhat true to the, the, the real narrative, right? Like, I'm not going to hide... Like, even him, like, for, like, losses. We have losses on the channel. I want to put out more loss. Like, it's not a bad thing, I think. Like, like for me, though, like, if, if we go on loss, like, we would have bounced back with a banger the next vid. Or there should be some redemption on that same one. Because basketball, you're going to lose, right? Yeah. Steph Curry, lose. LeBron, get. But I think, like, you should always brand the best version of yourself as long as it's not a now we've seen a person It's like, you can't even play. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't be far off from the real-life narrative because then I think it's going to be hard to sustain. Oof. 
yes, I'm the yeah. best ever. Yeah, you can't keep that up. Yeah, dude. it's hard to sustain. But no, I mean, I will say though, I said we don't love, we probably upload like 75, 80% like of everything. But yeah, we've had few, we had one in particular I didn't upload. It was like, we're out to fight. It was, it was bad. Too much, too much talk. I would look like a bad guy probably. Mm. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, you lose your cool, you, right? Yeah. I mean, it's hard. Like, I try to keep my uh, cool every eventually. time. Some dudes are so disrespectful. It's yeah. Just like, <laughs> well, it's a weird situation. Yeah, it's yeah. like so much pressure on them, on you. The cameras are rolling. It is, like, though. It, and I can't blame them sometimes, too, because it's like they know if it doesn't go good, it's, you know, it's we're going public. But I also, it's funny, that on the flip side of that, it's not really a big deal, though. Like, mm. like I got people. crossed up, and I've actually lost. Like, recently, I played a game in Florida, and um, I heezy to do, you know, out top, boom, 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 boom. Off the heezy between, you know what I'm saying? I went to the right, it was gonna go crazy. I went to the right. Dude, I was actually gonna throw the oop to my man over here, but it looked like I was going for the lay. Dude swatted that joint to the bleachers. Mm. It did like two million. He, he posted it. He got it from the homies, posted it online, did like two million views. <laughs> it was awesome. But like, I think there's, I think, uh, you know, it's not a bad thing either. It's great. Like, you, totally. you need both sides. I can't remember exactly where I was mm -hmm. going with that, but. <laughs> yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah. So that's that's just the question I have as somebody that watches the content. Like, there has to be something. My little brother's always Johnny's always sending yeah. me the videos. I'm like, yeah, bro, I, I follow too, bro. I, I I watch him. Don't worry, because my little brother's he he is basketball. That's all he's doing outside every day. You know, I doing love his that. things. The little kid, you know. Looking in the mirror, doing yeah. this, just what kids should be doing. That's I'm a so hooper, hooper right there. Yeah, yeah. Sure. looking in the mirror, trying to get the it down. The number one like, thing to keep it, a kid dude. out of trouble. Like, yeah, give them something that they think, something oh, they love. do something with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or just love it, right? Like, yeah. even for me, I never mastermind what I was going to do. I would just, like, love the game, and I was like, I think I'll make the NBA. What it was for me is <laughs> yeah. I just watched Stand One. Yeah, That's same. really what it was, Mike. Oh, <laughs> same. That's really what it, what it was. Nobody plays basketball, Merced. It's Merced, uh -huh. maybe soccer. Where's that, Merced? Merced is by Fresno. Okay, okay. Before we get out of here, where can everybody find all your content? Oh, check me out. The main hub. Well, really, on all we are on all platforms. That's what I'm saying. The, the main one is Professor Live YouTube. Professor Live. TikTok and Instagram, it's just The Professor. Uh, Professor Live Facebook, too. Um, starting that YouTube membership up, probably. If not, we're on Patreon for the moment, so be on the lookout for and that. How do you get to pay? It's just The Professor on Patreon? Professor Live. Professor yeah, Live on Patreon. Yeah, anything I do is gonna be extension of the YouTube, just because that's that's where you get majority of the traffic. You know yeah, I mean? so, that's where send them there, and then they can just click the links from. Yeah, there. but yeah. if you search Professor Live or the Professor, just come up on Google, Twitter's the Professor. So. And your clothing, mm -hmm. your clothing, clothing, globalhooper.com. Check it out. New drop actually coming next two weeks. So I'm really excited about that. Nice, but, nice man. Yeah. Do you design yeah. everything yourself? I do actually. I, just, I had fun with it. It's like it was like started off as hobby and really fun. Like, I'm trying to go big with it, but not knowing what going big actually entails. Like, I learned a lot about the clothing industry. Just obviously being assigned to it, I learned a lot. But then being in it, you learn more. So, like, it started off as hobby. Me and my homies rock it. Obviously, some fans, very few fans. You know, you always sell to less than 1% of your audience, right? Like, nobody really turns a buy unless they're super invested. That's true. So, it uh, started off as a hobby. But then it grew. It's like, we sell out of drops. Like, like, it's not like the culture's waiting on it, but... I do actually want to try to make that play, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. go go big with it, but it's globalhooper.com. It's it's the highest quality merch brand you'll find. Nice, mm -hmm. dude. L literally on the internet. Like, it's you'll think it's supreme. It's, it's crazy. Good. Mm -hmm. See, that's, yeah. that's the way you have to kind of pitch yourself. It's when true. When somebody gets and goes, oh, yeah. I love the professor more. Look at this tag. Mm -hmm. Look at this. That's what we yeah. try to do, but 
if somebody gets a hat and there's threads hanging out, you don't go, damn, I hate New Era. But if you get the professional, like, you have someone to go mm-hmm. get pissed at now. Yeah. You, you know, so it's, it's yeah, yeah. a small business owner. Like, like oh, it all works. It all works, but it does represent you. I think, like, at yes. the end of the day, though, we're in the merch era. And even me, like, I'll buy a, I'll buy a shirt off Redbubble or, like, Walmart, and I'll be like, it's lit. I ain't even sure. I know it itches and you don't wash it, right? I know it's, it's, it's over, <laughs> but, like, you don't really care because you're so happy to rep whatever that yeah. old school yeah. or whatever that entity is. It's true. So, like, think about it. I ordered some of the hottest merch online, like, as a test. I was looking at, like, Nelk Boys or even Logan Paul, right? Like, I saw, like, ordered just to, just to see what that thing was made. That thing was trash, but... Oh, a lot of people do that, man. it didn't matter. You're repping it for the love. Mm-hmm. And it's like, T-shirt's a T-shirt. It can't be that bad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like... Oh, they can. So, respect to merch, <laughs> but if you do come to Global Hoop, it's, it's going to be lit. Like, trust me. Mm, that's good, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 uh, the yeah, the confidence and the passion behind it. Like you said, I just ordered yeah. it to see what it's like. It's not even fake, though. I've done that before. Yeah, like, people say stuff online. Like, they'll say it's just, like, Supreme Nike Adidas, and, like, that's kind of gas. Like, two tier but I was like, no, I'm like, like literally, I, f- I found some, spent time finding some great manufacturers who can do it at a so hard discounted rate. Yeah, it's yeah. so hard. Dude. Yeah, it's, su- it's super hard. And you need seven figures. Like, you do a real brand, like, you need seven figures. Mm-hmm. It takes money, man. Or yeah. to at, least, suffice, at least 600K. Yeah, to, to, to pay your bills. Yeah, like, and, and then, you need a team. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to do it for real, for real. Like, you need a real. team. You need to in house a lot of it. You know, it's tough. Yeah, you're not doing DTG then, right? You're doing it all yourself. We, yeah, we'd consider that in certain seasons, but no, it's in house. Like we don't do DDG right now. I no. don't like it. It's yeah. a money play, and I'm not mad because you don't spend a dime. It's like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. but so but you know, it doesn't have scenarios. you touch on it. I feel like yeah. you're like, oh yeah, thirty orders, print them and make yeah. them, send them. I never well, saw we'll pre-sale it. it though, not DDG, but like we'll pre-sale it. So like that's different. Here's the mock. Here we make a real sample. Completely different. Yeah. Five samples a week. Most people do two. that, and then like you know, you might get in a week or two. But like it is what it is. Like people probably want it overnight, yeah. and we've done it. We used to do it like that. Our thing was crazy, but it's work. like, yeah, you lose money too. It's like yeah. you keeping that inventory. It's like, man, we could have we could have sold out of this two more I times. I have sixteen mm-hmm. smalls that nobody bought. Yeah. I know your your pain, bro. <laughs> I have a clothing a warehouse like, full of it. Yeah, oh, there's <laughs> eight red shirts left. Nobody bought the red. No, I and then when you first you. get in, you just think it's lit to have a warehouse, right? Yep. You like mm-hmm. real small ball. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, warehouse <laughs> headquarters. Oh, I need one. It's like, don't nobody <laughs> care about your headquarters. Yeah, <laughs> throw it on. I feel yeah. you, dude. That's what I did, but. <laughs> Starting to work out, so I get it. Yeah. So globalhooper.com, that's where everybody can find you. Yeah. Yeah. Marty? Thank you, yeah, sir. This was so legendary. Hey, for, humble, for bro. me and my kid, <laughs> what other guest is like, my little eight-year-old so stoked. He's got to come up here as stoked as I am for it. Thank you, man. We appreciate hey, it. Hey, congrats on your guys' podcast, man. Thank you. I'm, I'm aspiring to get a, start a podcast, too, so I'm drawing nice. inspiration for seeing how you will. You guys did it from the ground up. Thank so you, So appreciate, appreciate you guys having me on, appreciate bro. it. Humble. Yeah. Thank you. Um, anything else, Marty? No, man. I just appreciate you being here. Let's go. And when you come back, I'm excited to see what other stuff you're going to have, you know, mm-hmm. some year or whatever from now, see what's going on with all your different businesses and all your different videos and stuff. It's just inspiring. Yeah, thanks for pumping those yeah. out, man. I mean, yes. like I said, I watch them. My little brother, he's 25 years younger than me. That fool's <laughs> on it. You got to bring him next Notifications. time. Notifications. Yeah. Oh, dude, he asked. <laughs> he lives four hours away. Mike, I don't know if I can get you over here in four hours. Drive, away, my bro. bro. I know, but <laughs> my dad's ain't going to do that. I already know he ain't going to do it. <laughs> I, feel you, feel you. I appreciate hey, you being here. Thank you, Thank guys, you so bro. much. Appreciate you guys. Um, Thanks, so sir. from Marty, damn, I'm burnt. I didn't even... I didn't even smoke. Sorry. <laughs> from Marty and I and from the professor, guys, thank you so much for watching. This has been the Dope As Usual podcast. Have a dope ass day. Thanks for watching the podcast. If you thought this was dope, you'll like this episode too. And don't forget, the best way to support the show, tell a homie.